Good morning and welcome to today's almost daily devotional for this uh, day after Mother's Day as we turn to God's Word. We're continuing in Acts. Um, this is the end of chapter 13 and it goes like this. On the next Sabbath, almost everyone in the city gathered to hear the Lord's Word. When the Jews saw the crowd, they were overcome with jealousy. They argued against what Paul was saying by slandering him. Speaking courageously, Paul and Barnabas said, We had to speak God's word to you first. Since you reject it and show that you are unworthy to receive eternal life, we will turn to the Gentiles. This is what the Lord commanded us. I have made you a light for the Gentiles so that you can bring salvation to the end of the earth. When the Gentiles heard this, they rejoiced and honored the Lord's word. Everyone who was appointed for eternal life believed, and the Lord's word was broadcast throughout the entire region. However, the Jews provoked the prominent women among the Gentile god worshippers as well as the city's leaders. They instigated others to harass Paul and Barnabas and threw them out of their district. Paul and Barnabas shook the dust from their feet and went to Iconium. Because of the abundant presence of the Holy Spirit in their life, the disciples were overflowing with happiness. Now, this is the end of uh, a little, or the middle of a little section on chapter thirteen and fourteen, where the disciples are ministering amongst the people of Listeria. And Listeria is an interesting um, town because it's sort of in between. And they worshipped in that town. They worshipped two gods. They had a dual god system: one that was for like serious things, and then one that was the god of joy and happiness and theater and partying and all that good stuff. And so they. They worshipped these two gods, so they offered sacrifices to these two gods to keep sort of a balance on the world. They thought of things as two as a, as a balance. And so Paul and Barnabas went in preaching the one gospel, the one gospel of God that that you only had to believe in one God, you only had to follow the rules and dictates and offer offerings to the one God, um, which should in theory make life easier, right? One God is easier to follow than two, right? But the people in the town, well, some of them did. Some of them responded quite positively to this message. They believed in God. They were converted. They were excited. They said they wanted to hear Paul again. Come preach again, Paul. They were they were overflowing with joy. But as what always happens when things start, when change starts to get momentum, or when change starts to make an impact in our lives, the system fought back. The, the existing status quo doesn't like the threat it perceives to its power and its purpose, and so it fights back. It's like when we try to make a person life a, um, a change in our personal life. So like you're trying to lose weight, so you go on a diet or you start exercising or um, you start a new uh, organizational system or you're going to move a house, whatever your obstacle is. As soon as you start to get success in it, there is always a predictable point where the system's going to fight back. Your body's not going to lose weight anymore. Um, you're going to get too tired to exercise. You'll get some sort of minor injury, or it'll feel the obstacles will feel insurmountable. It's the same thing that happens when God's word spreads, when the church starts to make an impact in its community, or when the church starts to make an impact in your life. Our systems, the status quo, what's normal for us wants to stay normal. It wants to stay in that place where it's comfortable and what it knows. And so it fights back. The same thing is happening here to Paul and to Barnabas. It's not that these are bad people. It's just they're 
part of this they're part of what exists what's current what they know what's comfortable and so paul and barnabas know that this is a normal part of the process and they don't get upset and they don't get angry they don't get frustrated they just redouble their efforts they try again and when it's obvious that some people aren't going to come along with them aren't going to support them aren't going to be with them in their success then they shake the dust off their feet and they trust God to be with them as they move forward. So where do you need success in your life? What are you trying to accomplish, trying to become better at, become more secure at, whatever it is, know that challenge is part of the process, but that God with us, God with us, the Holy Spirit that empowers us, we can overcome anything, any obstacle. And we can be glad. Mm-hmm.